Hello, hello. This is the reality of reality, and I'm Aliza Rosen, a longtime TV producer and development executive. Every week on the podcast, I talk to interesting people in all aspects of unscripted content. Today on the podcast, I've got Brian Balthazar. He is a huge personality. He covers a lot of aspects of the business. First of all, he's a network executive with HGTV, so he buys shows, and he also oversees some of my favorite shows like Flip or Flop and Love It or List It. He's also overseeing the new Monica Potter project, which I know the network is super psyched about. He is also a pop culture guru. He is a regular on Wendy Williams and on Hoda and Kathy Lee, which, by the way, he helped create that show. He's also hilarious on social media, and reading his Facebook updates and tweets sometimes can make my day. Exactly. I don't even know where to start with you. I know. We just basically started without even saying. <laughs> I don't even, I mean, I, you know, yeah. I have my intro, so I sit oh, right, you up. Right. Folks know oh, great. who you are, but... Like, I don't, there's so many different ways we could go. I feel like. I'm a Jackson Pollock painting. You are. I just splattered all over the place. You're a mystery wrapped in an enigma. (laughs) Right. I feel so like the early, you had all these random jobs before you got into TV. It's true. Yeah, because I was aimless. I didn't know what to do. I didn't, I was the first person in my family to go to college. So no one really told me like, oh, you should. So you were like a heck. I mean, you. I was a redneck. Small town boy. Yeah, I was. I was in a small town. I was like, um, I like to say I was like rich white trash. Like when you have two cars on cinder blocks, you're considered wealthy. You know, like you're like, oh, two cars on cinder blocks. You're doing great. You were fancy. Um, but and I embraced that. Like I, I actually am really glad I came from small town, kind of farmy town. Yeah. Um, my grandparents owned a tree farm. I was not good at throwing or catching a ball, but boy, could I watch TV. Like, I was good at that. I was like, I can sit and yes. watch this. It's entertaining. And, uh, and what so were your we shows? Are. As a kid? Yeah, like, then I can figure out how old you are. Well, you literally just killed the question right there. That is <laughs> interviewing skills. Do not say your intent is to reveal my age. I will say I was very confident about my... Um, knowledge of the TV lineup because I remember one time <laughs> my mother um, I was a little kid and my mother couldn't find the TV guide this was back when there was a TV guide oh, that told yeah. you what was on yeah, TV yeah. and I'm like don't worry mom I'll write down the TV schedule and so I, and then, but I'm like I'm going to start with the cover and I started drawing Grover like Grover's on the cover of this issue of TV guide and then I'll get to what's on Monday nights and Tuesday nights. that's so cute but, um, yeah. I love that she did not find my solution suitable though she kept looking I was right. like calm down right. I, got, I got this covered she must have been so happy when the actual TV guy network appeared and she could yeah, see the scroll yeah, exactly, on her screen. Yeah, exactly, the slow scroll. You just wait endlessly for your, like your show is over by the time you get to like, what channel is it? Yeah. What do we do without DVR? Oh my gosh. I don't know how amazing. we live. Yeah. So you were growing up on TV, so you didn't know you wanted to be in TV, but you loved I do. It. I did look at a TV and say, I want to do that. Although as, as a kid, I wanted to be an actor. And I remember thinking, or I said, I wanted to be on TV. And as, as a kid, I said, you know, I'd love it so much. I'd do it for free. Ironically, that is often what happens. I go on TV and don't get paid. You or know, a podcast. So it's called yeah. It's called the secret <laughs> going, right. working against you. Exactly. Right. So you always had a big personality, and I, once... I would know I was actually quite shy oh, and really? insecure, and uh, because I was awkward and really rail thin, like floss with me thin. You could like pick a, pick something out of your teeth with my arms; they were so thin. Which so is I was funny because I feel awkward. like all of your. Social media posts are about eating or like having like right. So, do, you, does, do I have no like, like funny ones? Oh, like okay. I, I, am, I do enjoy <laughs> snacking. <laughs> I enjoy snacking, but I am, and I know this sounds like I'm making a joke from the Devil Wears Prada, but I did lose a lot of weight recently that I didn't know I needed to lose until I got a stomach flu and I lost ten pounds and I was like, I, I, 
I fit into the clothes that I hadn't fit into. I was like, I look great. I'm going to ride this wave and try and eat better. You need to touch me all know, over after this I tell you, This is testament to how shallow all of us are. Because I got that stomach glue. I literally thought I was going to die. Like, I, don't, I had not gotten gastroenteritis, whatever you call it. I actually thought maybe I have like maybe I'm dying. You know what? Have you ever been that sick where oh, you're like you think of all the scenarios? Yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm dead. I'm, I'm, I'm literally like, dead. Uh, I'm not. There's so much I haven't done. Anyway, so um, so uh, I thought I so was. So the silver line. Could you even like be psyched that you were losing weight, or you were just so sick? I, it didn't matter. Well, I, I, okay. So the the story I was gonna finish though is like how many people have at, like in in somewhat serious is like oh I wish you to you know would breathe on me. like that everyone says it. I it's know, like oh breathe on me. I all want to get deathly ill and lose 10 pounds. Um, but uh, but when you're in it as hell. When you're in it, you're yeah. like, there was like a glimmer of hope the next day. And I will be like, okay, right. you know, like I'm suffering, but listen, there's an upside. I figured it was all water weight, but I managed to keep it on. Well, you look fabulous. Thank you. This is the this new is secret. It's yeah. the new diet. <laughs> I make it sound like I was like, I'm the biggest loser. I've lost a lot of weight recently. Like I don't, I didn't think I needed to, but it right. totally turned out I did. I'm not saying you should go. You know, touch raw chicken and you know Oof. lick your fingers. Oof. Not suggesting. No, that. he's no. not suggesting that. All Have right. your other podcasts gone in this direction? No, so I don't think we've talked about anorexia before. <laughs> right, but uh, I don't. I don't have eating issues. I love food of God, all kinds. God bless you. You seem like you love life. Like you're a very positive. Unless it's unless <laughs> I you're do. like home and like. I do fetal find position. the humor in life. Because it's yeah. all ridiculous. Like yeah. it really is ridiculous. The things that we want, we get upset at. I try to remind myself of. I try to think of the ten-year-old version of myself, and I thought, you know, the ten-year-old version of myself would be pretty excited to be like in a car and, and you know, headed to podcast. Like that's exciting. You know Aww. what I mean? And and to be staying at. First of all, I was just excited to stay in a hotel when I was. You know what I mean? Like a hotel. Yes. They make the bed. So, yes. like, all these things that I could easily take I still for love hotels. I do, too. Do you, wait, can I ask you? Because yeah. you travel a lot. Do you still take the soaps? Oh, yeah, I take everything. I do, too. I, I mean, everything. Too. I take the shower cap. Even the, I don't even wear all, shower caps. I take those horrible, like, generic Q-tips. Like, do not, do not phone in a... Don't, first of all, hotel can, like, spring for actual Q-tips. Because have you ever tried the other ones where, like... And don't pretend we don't put them in our ears. You know I mean, what I mean? That's There's like, please don't stick. Do. I know, but the box it's always a tease. says, I "Yeah, know. they're like, what is this for? It's for like yeah. cleaning your ring yeah. and like swabbing, I mean, swabbing no, I your stick cheek. That right they in the show, they, they show it on like a baby's cheek. Like I don't know what you're supposed to never. do, but you're it's sticking the happened. thing in your ear. Yeah. Let's be honest. Oh, so then 100%. you go to the hotel and you get the Q-tip and you're like, oh my god, it like breaks in your hand. Oh, and you're like, so, I'm deaf. This is a testament to the. I mean, maybe we should seek an integrated sponsorship from Q-tip because I'm all about. Like, there's some things you should not get bargains on. Q-tips, plastic surgery, and sushi. Like, those three things. I have many more to add, but, you know, I really don't want to go on that tangent. But those are really right. three there's good ones. There's things you want to be like, I got a deal on Absolutely. this. Absolutely. You know, like... Three good ones. Three that you don't want to skimp on. Right. And don't... toilet paper. Sorry, I just have to add toilet paper. Right. That's very important. I will say, yeah, like, when you need one roll and you get that one that, <laughs> oh, that is, like, it can also used as a ledger. Like, you, like you see someone's accounting on it. it, it yeah. Hilarious. All right. Dude, All right. Point. We got to get focused here, Brian. Okay. So when did... Okay. T- oh, my God. When did TV happen? Like, when did, you know, give well, me a sense Well, it took of- a while. It took. Right. Uh, I didn't get started in TV until I was 28 because okay. I got out of school and was Did like, you now right to New York. No, I was in Syracuse. I went to Syracuse. Okay. Didn't study. I wasn't in Newhouse. Although whenever I go to a job interview, they're like, Syracuse, Newhouse. I'm yeah. like, uh huh, great school. I, I just observe that Newhouse exists. Um, and so I, I, so I worked at William Sonoma. I managed the store at William Sonoma, which I loved. It was fun. It's like yeah. if you're gonna manage a store, you should cook and eat stuff. Totally. Throughout the day. See, we're going back to <laughs> yeah, food. Yeah, it's all about food. Uh, 
And um, so then I transferred from Syracuse to Buffalo, Buffalo to Boston, and then I quit to um, become a freelance writer in Boston. Cut to me leaving my car because you don't just quit your job and become a freelance writer. It turns out like that's not <laughs> not a. I, no, so then I had like, every yeah. job in the world for like three to six months. Besides TV, right? Okay, as I work for a trans medium, of course. Uh, you know, the, like they're does. the people that are like, does their name have a vowel in it? And you're like, oh my god, it does! Like but that kind those of. Those people have people that work for them. They're usually well, solo I would acts. Book, well, no, I didn't like. I wasn't like opening for her. I basically booked the 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 room, That's and so hilarious. I know that she didn't make her th- stories up. I know that so, whatever she got right was all her. Anyway. Oh yeah, no, I believe in that stuff. Done, I mean, I mean, now, always, although they always go like, "I see a ring." Well, of course you see a ring. Right. You know, I'm like there's it. always a passing it down. The women always pass their jewelry down. Right. Then I worked for right. an insurance company. Are you company. seeing spare change? That's another right. one. Yeah, like, yeah yes, exactly. We all are. Was he sick? Well, yes, they was <laughs> he's sick. Playing he's playing to his heart. Yeah, he's <laughs> passed on, so sick or something bad. Like you later. So, so there would be some things, but you, uh, I know I'm so all over the map, and I no, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm totally following okay. that. Brain and then I sang and danced on a boat. Was humiliated by the whole thing. Was it like a carnival cruise? No. That would have had some legitimacy, <laughs> truthfully. I sang and danced. Is this a boat a, that actually went on, on the a water? dinner cruise? Yeah, it was. It wasn't docked the whole time. It was a dinner cruise. So if you were late, you literally did miss the boat. Like you were done. And, but um, and and I think the bar was pretty low for the men that applied. I mean, I could sing. I Can could you sing. dance? Uh, that's I think subjective. So, um, but I tried. But because I was a guy. I, and fit the vest. It was literally like the Brady Bunch episode. Like I fit the clothes. I, I and you had to wait on tables, and then the music would start, and you'd be like, "Oh crap! I gotta go up and sing because if I don't go up and sing, they're gonna hear the supplemental background tracks." So you had to run up and sing. You might be in the middle of taking someone's order, and they'd be like, "Where are you going?" Um, and I so, feel like that's that whole thing you just described is ripe for a scripted comedy. Maybe on so. HBO yeah, or <laughs> it would be. Yeah. Right? But the best part was when I quit. Hilarious. I just stopped showing up. Right. I just was like. You know, screw this. It's not like the kind of job you're like give two weeks notice. You, you're at that age where like, oh yeah, they need so, um, so I stopped showing up and they'd call me like for day, like four days later. Like, I know you didn't show up again. We forgive you. You know, come on back. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, you forgive me. I don't forgive you. Like, this this is a horrible experience. I'm not coming. I, I, and truthfully, it wasn't the da- dances. Which, by the way, I was singing like like the songs that they could get the rights to. You know, like they were not great songs. Like what? Well. This one actually surprises me. <laughs> just, I can't, they're not even good. They don't even sound good when sung. But Keep On With The Force, Don't Stop, the Michael Jackson song. So right actually, song. that probably was probably not easy for them to write to. But, but why, um, need the why would they have me like, Keep On With The Force, Don't Stop? <laughs> like, it's not meant for us to see. Like, That's pretty good, though. Yeah, but like, for right. a guy, it's, it's kind of humiliating. And then a lot also, of woos, um, yet, like, yeah, and then. I can't remember the um, name of the song. It was a dance song, but it was like, yeah, boom, 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 yeah. You know the song? Of course you do. Dance, dance, track it up. Yeah, that one. Okay, that was college for me. Right. But wait a minute, wait a minute. Why do you need rights for a dinner cruise? Like rights for Well, because you're performing a song in front of a public that is paying. For it, wow! I did not. So anytime I thought, you I a it public had performance, to be televised or something. I think I, I may be wrong. Who's really know, coming it's, after? It's not, it's, it's, this is rights and clearances episode. I special mean, like, very rights and clearances. Wedding episode. song, wedding bands can play uh, whatever that's true, they want, but they're not paying. Well, but the people that go the to guests that wedding, the guests aren't paying right. to see that. Per- I don't know. Right. I, I'm. This is not my area of okay. expertise. So, 
But uh, so I quit that uh, quickly. And finally, and then I started actually freelance writing for like $20 an article, and I'd get three articles a week. It was not great money. So but I you lived loved in my writing. Car. Yeah. So then I lived in my car for like a summer. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. What was that like? A very jewel, right? Isn't You're it very so jewel. jewel. Was hers jewel? a van, though? Hers was a van. Mine was right. a Plymouth Acclaim. Were you at the river? <laughs> no, I did it on Chandler Street in Boston. And I would put a suit coat on the garment hook on one window and the suit coat on the other garment hook. And it was summer, so it was kind of... And I was young and single, so like I made the best of it. Um, but uh, And I would listen to... like There was a big, a big trail, trial going on at the time, and I would listen to the radio all night. And I would, I'll tell you one thing. When you, when you sleep in your car, you get up early. You don't sleep... You know what I mean? You don't sleep in. You don't like, linger. You don't... Exactly. Like, I guess I'll get up, you know? Um, and then I was writing a freelance article, and I went to the Boston station to interview the anchor there. Um, about He was the, like first openly gay news anchor. Who was it? Just Randy Price. Or he was one of them. I okay. think he was the first openly okay. gay news anchor and the whole city knew and loved him. Randy Price, he's still a, a local news anchor up there. Still, okay. he looks exactly the same now and sounds amazing. <laughs> um, and when I was walking through, I saw overnight writer needed. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to do that. Just let me do that. And I can work from 12 in midnight to 7 a.m. And my job was to write stories like car accident on Maple Street. Right. You know, two people were hurt. Police are investigating. And they had to be like 10 seconds long. And I would add yeah. police are investigating because I'd be like, I assume police are investigating. <laughs> right. like, it's They're not. They should be. Yeah. Not, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to say I made stuff up. But I would like, you know, I need two more lines. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. No, <laughs> like I did news. I get yeah. it. Yeah. But the guy who gave me that job, ironically, um, came to Real Screen for the first time this year uh, at my recommendation, because he's like doing really well now, but it was kind of amazing to come to this full circle moment where I'm like able to help someone who helped me like 15, 20 years ago. I can't remember how long ago. I it love was. that story. Yeah, so, so this guy got into our side of the, the reality he's stuff. He's getting into long form and, right. and digital. And, right. and how digital is now kind of like websites are trying to become like have TV shows and vice versa, you know, like yeah, this kind yeah, of yeah. new new right. era. But it was it's like it, it was kind of a weird but f- like heartwarming thing yeah. for me to be able to pay it forward, pay it forward. I love that story. I can't yeah. believe you lived in your car. I could ask you a million more things about that, but yeah. we'll move on. OK, so that was your first taste of some type of TV. Yeah. And by the way, I did, by the way, for the record, yeah, um, living in my car like. I, if I probably I could have moved back home, like right. I, it was a choice. You know what I mean? I could have like, gone back to Pennsylvania. Right. I was not like alms for the poor outside, like holding a can. Or I was. I had choices that I made, and mine was not to move back to Pennsylvania. There were no opportunities right. in that town that I wanted. Right. Um. And so, and I did not hook up with people for a place to stay. Right. Very, you know, if I hooked good. up with someone, I did it for the fun, not for the. No, I'm good. Just kidding. Right. And but, the warm uh, bed. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. But never, I never did any kind of booty call right. situation for right. that purpose. I had my morals. Really. Morals. You got to have a platform. You do. I'm proud of you. So then, when did you move? <laughs> when did you move into an apartment? No. Um, <laughs> I just want to make sure you had shelter. Yeah, I did. So like then... by by the time fall was coming around, I was like, it's getting colder. Yeah. I got to get focused. Um, no, I got that shoots. job in television, and um, and then it kind of evolved from there. And when did you move to New York? Okay, so at that station, I just took every double shift I could because I knew nobody was going to promote me overnight because they weren't the people that could promote me weren't working 12 a.m. to 7 a.m. <laughs> right. So when they needed someone the rest of the day, and they always had people calling in sick, these jobs. So I was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And that's what they, so then they put me on day shift. And then there was this team, the special projects team, which was like um, the thing on your in your salad bar that could kill you story at 11 like that kind of stuff i'm like i want to do that like they would oh, they were oh, the woman who produced those uh 
always had great story ideas. They were so fun, and I yeah. like, wanted to be a part of that. And so I um, I helped them basically for nothing. I was just like, just give me the, I'll do it. You just, you know, you don't have to give me the job. I'll do it. <laughs> right. Um, and then, um, so I got, I, but they didn't give me the full time job. So I took all the stories that I did on tape, <laughs> tape, tape beta, yep. a beta tape, okay. and sent it to MSNBC. And I yeah. got a job there. And and the people in Boston were like, wait, it feels like you took your experience from here to get a job somewhere else. And even at that age, I was like, isn't that how it works? Yeah. Isn't that what? kind of like the circle of life? In the pl- but by the way, the woman who um, that gave me assignments at that Boston station, I ended up getting her a job. Like, so it all comes back. Wow. You, it is a, people say it's about who you know, but it's actually about the relationships you build. Like yeah. friendships and people, yeah, like you said. Helping each other out. Yeah, and, and I bet and, you, yeah. I mean, people like you. So I yeah. bet. I don't think she liked the job I got her, unfortunately. Like <laughs> now she hates you. Yeah, she, yeah. So she, I wonder how she is now. <laughs> if she's listening, I miss you. Is that Rosie O'Donnell? <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. I can't wait. Oh, we're getting there. Don't worry. Okay, so let's, let's accelerate. Yeah. So then you moved to New York. Yeah. And what's the first real MSNBC? Oh, MSNBC, yeah. Okay. And I was doing international news. Nice. Um, which is so like Heady. to hear me talk. Yeah, it's, it's I can't like, see that. Right. I yeah. uh, so I launched a show called Newsfront. I was a producer on it. I wasn't running the show um, with Lester Holt. It was his first show on MSNBC. Please say he's as nice as he seems. Nicer. Oh, I love hearing he's, that. Like he's underrated. I cannot say. Well, I think finally right. he's getting the respect he deserves. Like, but only because like, Brian respect. Williams. He was up. always liked. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I, it was, and he's always like been the hardest working guy in television. So nice. Um, I just have a like, we had great times together. And then when he, he went on, I don't remember what, who went where first, but eventually, um, like I was going to Saudi Arabia, Beirut. No, I went to Beirut. Wow. I got held in Saudi Arabia at an airport for six hours. They took my, that's a whole other story. Sorry. Holy shit. Um, this is during like the region and conflict right, kind of times. Right. Um, and so, uh, but anyway, eventually someone, went on sabbatical or something at the weekend edition of the Today Show. So I went in and said, I'm just going to go there. I know it's six months, but I'm going to work so hard that they don't that they don't want to lose me. And fortunately, that's what happened. And so at the Today Show, Lester Holt and I went to Costa Rica to do a uh, oh ziplining story, like things that they don't do anymore. Yeah, like this is right, the day right. when we still spent money. Right. Yeah, boondoggle days. Where like, the world I did is a, Yeah, I did a surfing story with Campbell Brown because I was like, I've never been to Hawaii. Like, let's pitch. And so... You, I'd get to go to amazing places, which I, and and with a crew. Now, now, if I went, I'd probably shoot. Have to shoot it and edit myself. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's without so question. True. Well, one, I wouldn't get to go. No. And second right. of all, then I, budget. I, yeah, exactly. So Could that you do was it with like your boot phone? camp. That's like news boot camp. Yeah, and but I was doing mostly entertainment stories, right. of course. But it was weekend today, so yeah. there's Fun. not like a ton of entertainment in the weekend. It was like th- maybe two segments, so right. I would do other things. Then I went to daytime. I should say weekday today. Did is, that for a few years. So and, is that where you started the fourth hour of the Today Show? Yeah, yeah. So what? The, that was your idea? I wouldn't say it was my idea. No, we the idea to have a fourth hour was the networks because frankly, I mean, if we, if we were all in the room being honest, which well, let's you and I be honest. Like, yeah. There was nothing you could do cheaper than extend everyone an hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? As television right. goes, right? Because uh, I can't remember what was on at the time. I think like I don't either. Uh, before that, but was it the local? Was it a local? Yeah, I think you know local probably. News. Oh gosh, I don't even remember. Like there was, they used to have a show called Style by Jury on. It was I don't a syndic- that. It was a syndicated show from Canada where it was like, let me just tell you, it's kind of hilarious. They would find somebody who needed a makeover, <laughs> <laughs> and they would have a jury of her peers like look at her through double 
like the two way glass or one way glass and criticize them on tape. Amazing. And then they'd make them over. Like so, there was a jury. I love I, it. I mean, it's it's so cruel. I could but see hilarious. them redoing that and, show today. But you also like had the suspicion that they made them look much worse than they probably really do. Like you'd be like, that cannot be like really. Right. They knew they were going to be on TV. They at least could have. <laughs> right. That's their, their best. Hair. Yeah, exactly. Like this is what's laying on the bed is not good enough because it was really. Like, That's so, hilarious. Um, yeah. So so then so the they wanted hour to extend it. Long, and then, but was, first, it wasn't Kathy Lee and Hoda. Right and before I ran it, um, a colleague of mine ran it, and um, it was Ann Curry, Hoda Kotb, Natalie Morales, and one additional person—a substitute, uh, like just a kind of rotating, right, rotating host. person. Sometimes it was Stacey London. Sometimes it was, um, uh, oh my god, I can't remember her name. She's she's on the Food Network. I should know. Um, Giada. Yeah, Giada De Laurentiis. Got yeah. it. So um, and. And it was a lot of people. It was a lot yeah. of people. We had a very small table. We had a very small table. <laughs> yeah. And four people sitting around it. So, and it wasn't working. Kathy Lee came in. Um, there was a change in, in, in the supervision of the show. I ended up uh, taking on the role, leading the show. And that's when Kathy Lee came on. And uh, it was sheer delight and joy from the very beginning. You guys were just beginning. best friends from the get go. Well, I. I, I, I was, it was more than just that we were friends. She was just lovely. Mm-hmm. And I did my research. Like, I kind of wanted to know what I was getting myself into. So I did back then what uh, was a LexisNexis search. <laughs> right. uh, to Before see, Google. like, what had been written about her in the press. Because truthfully, when people... Because she had a lot written about her right. in the press. But I wanted to know what it was. Like, I, I, I didn't yeah. know what, you know... Noise. Because usually... You know, this is also a t- around the time of Rosie O'Donnell. And, 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 you know, you'd see stuff in page six. And you'd see stuff in page six about Kathleen. And I wanted to see what the stuff was. It was never producers or crew say she's horrible to work with. It was never that. It was like... It was splashy stuff that yeah. was tabloidy. Right, stuff about her husband yeah, or kids. Or, 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 you know, the clothing line. And, and all of these things, by the way, particularly the clothing line thing, was misin- misinformed, uh, sometimes it, altogether inaccurate reporting that was then not corrected properly later. You know, she would set the record straight. And, and re- you know, so, so I was like, this woman... People are not complaining that they don't like to work with her. So I'm like, let's do it. And I called her. We had a conversation on the phone and... It was great. It was great, and it still is great. I'm going on the show uh, very soon. You'll yeah, see you're it. on all the time, right? Yeah, and um, and they seem to have really good chemistry. Hoda yeah, and Kathy they Lee. really do, and they kind of did from the start. Um, but at the time when we launched that show, I mean, no one wanted to be on it because it was the fourth <laughs> right. hour, the fourth right. hour of the Today Show. That right. was every publicist's response. Like, well, we want to be on the eight, and we're right. like, and, or they would be on the eight, and then they would be on the ten, or then they would cancel on us. We couldn't get the building to hold an elevator for us. Wow, it was crazy. And now it's just so fun. It was kind of Kathy Lee is in this wonderful kind of state of mind where she's kind of been there, done it, she and is care. not going to sweat it. She's not going to sweat the small stuff. She's not going to let the stuff bother her. And, you know, she got a lot of flack and when she was on with Regis about talking about her personal life with her family, which, by the way, every host does now. Every host on morning TV and daytime does. Good point. But she, her, her point was, I went after the show, I'd go home and be with my kids. I didn't go out to restaurants. So, like, Regis would be like, I went to, you know, right. I went to, like, I was going to say the I'm Brown Derby, which is actually in L.A., <laughs> but she'd be like, I went to, you know, Scotto's right. or, right, or right. whatever. Yeah. And she'd be like, well, I was, you know, cradling Cody or whatever, <laughs> you know, and people would make fun of her, but she didn't have anything else to talk about. Right. So she And she was just being authentic. So I just think it's interesting, you know, her kids are grown and she's just, 
She's body and fun and funny, truly gets humor, you know she what I mean? Does. And gets herself. She does. And I feel like there was a sort of reinvention there, but not mm-hmm. intentionally, where because her kids were gone, because mm-hmm. she kind of been through the ringer and taken mm-hmm. all those hits, she came back just like a lighter, funnier. Right. Yeah. You know? Like, and she was I, in I, on the joke. Well, she's, she's in on yeah, the joke. Yeah. And she's also, she's also very spiritual. And, and, right. and, you know, she, I think she felt like no one's broken me. And I and I won't be broken. And she she turns to her faith for that, and 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 it works. It's really a wonderful. Well, she's really grateful for for everything that's happened. And and because uh, I remember one time when I was there, I said, you know, what you must be so proud of all that you've done. And she's like, not so much proud as I am grateful. And I'm like, wow, I need to take that line and remember that. You know, it sometimes proud sometimes makes you feel like you're giving yourself too much credit. I'm proud of what I've done, but it's no one. No one does it alone. You know, I'm amazing. What I have done. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, <laughs> so, you have good. Humil- so she put good it in perspective. She gave me that perspective, and it's so nice to be able to go back. And you guys just have a great time when you are, when we you're do. on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fast. It's a fast right, time. Right, yeah. There's not a lot of chit chat. Do you but have I to do prep? Uh well yeah yeah they give you the topics and we do I look up topics um so I cover entertainment for them or sometimes a, a game that they do or something I'll right. moderate a game um but like uh, the next time I'm on I'm doing uh the buzz so it's like entertainment stories but not not too not truly like they're not too saucy they're really entertainment updates you know like right. and so I'll look at and find like fifteen they'll pick their favorite four and then we collaborate on the the bullet points and but i do i do notice we are so chummy that we consistently like talk over each other the whole segment which <laughs> which it's like you would at lunch yeah. but when you're watching it from home i literally watch like, the last one and i'm like watch? i don't know what just happened <laughs> but i was enjoying myself and people are really nice about it i will say that's been facebook I know people are horrible online, but people are really nice online to me. I'm very lucky. For that. Oh, yeah. Facebook has been really a fun little way to share those things. You work people. Facebook really well. No, you <laughs> do. You. And I don't mean it in like it's Thanks. part of your brand working it. But I just mean like <laughs> you're funny as shit. And Thank like you. you you put out there, I think it's positive. So and it's not snarky. Like I think it's it's not mean spirited. Thank you. Well, I do backspace a lot when I do the pre. Of course you, know, like, you do. There's because there. Of course I have my snarky right. side. Sure. Like you know. Yeah, you just like, go right up to the line, but you don't cross. As it. soon as these, as soon as this podcast ends, I'm just going to be a total. Yeah, I want to bitch about everybody yeah, just and everything. Yeah, complete horrible person. Tell me how. Kathy well, you know, is a New York asshole. does that to you, or city life does that to you, where you're just like, I hate everyone. Yeah. And oh, everything. yeah. But I, I, I do. I really don't. It's right. shtick most of the time. Right. Well, yeah, and this, I mean. In the industry and also like you know just being in the business on the other side you have to deal with a lot of crap too so it's all and don't we all like i feel like my worst days are pretty good days i mean i feel horrible when i complain which is way too often like i'm tired from this week but i did have dinner at nobu like you know (laughs) on my on someone else's dime you know what i mean so like yeah so i'm not bragging i'm just saying like someone else paid paid for me to eat really good and somewhat pricey sushi so I'm like oh I'm so tired shut up Brian shut up no one cares I don't think I should go onto Facebook and complain about everything I did complain okay and and because I get uptight when people like when I polarize people because I'm like upset I posted this post about Hamilton raising their premium seats to 800 I saw that and people like it's just the premium seats but I'm like no but the the standard seats are expensive too right and I get that Broadway costs a lot of money to make but I also like there's got to be a way to fund like some some government it's fun the arts in a way that like people can go to like you can't take a fair. family of four to a Broadway show and eat something and park no you know it for keeps less it, than a thousand dollars it's crazy like, it keeps it totally elite and it's terrible yeah and so I just feel like there should be you know and I'm not begrudging Hampton I think it's 
wonderful. That's great. But I just and I know part of their strategy is to get keep scalpers from doing it. But they're, they're, it's not like they're passing the savings along. To, right. To, exactly. So, uh, but I'm so I'm I'm excited. Well, you can't please fun. everyone all. No, the time. and I yeah. So, um, but that but so I. I was, so sometimes I voice my outrage. So you're okay. So just to sort of finish the pop culture stuff before oh, right, we get right. to the okay, yeah. to the HGTV stuff. Okay. Um, so you also you go on Wendy Williams. I do. And How I, you doing? Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> I learned. I, I had to give her. I got a tutorial. It's DZ. Like how you doing? How you doing? Yeah. And I botched it completely the time she taught me. And I think she was like, "Okay, you're an idiot." But she's the best. She. I have to say, very few shows are as energizing as that show because she's got a live studio audience. And she could be like, I think you should all, you know, like put a lighter against your leg. And they'd be like, yeah, but, you know, like, like they love her. And, They'll do whatever. I mean, they're like such strident fans and supporters. Yeah. And, and, and it's a live audience. And before the show, there's this disc. It's a disc jockey. Oh my God. Did I date my uh, DJ? It's, I think it's actually Rihanna's DJ. Really? Um, that like works clubs at night, okay, and um, so the then does thumping. and stays up and goes to the studio and does the morning and it's thumping. They're screaming and dancing. I come off of that set and literally, it's like I had one time I did have a five hour energy before the segment and it's big mistake. <laughs> I was in the hospital. Listen to me now and I'm exhausted. Like I was literally right. running in I, um and. So I get up and I'm like my adrenaline right. is rushing, and then I get in a car. Ten minutes later, I'm back at HGTV, and Wendy's still on. The show is not over, and I'm back to my other job. It's wow. kind of amazing. So that's easy. It's easy. Yeah. And I'm always amazed that they let you the HGTV. So, okay, so yeah, you're, you're a yeah. network executive at yeah. HGTV. Yeah, you're a VP of development and programming, yeah. and they the let pro- me go on other. They let you do all yeah. this amazing stuff. They're really supportive. It's like a it's family. And I have incredible. been at HGTV, left and come back. Right, right. So first you went there. Mm-hmm. And then how long were you there the first run? Uh, I think seven years because I got oh, a power drill long? on my seven-year anniversary. Let's see. Because you know you get the book. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that well, it wouldn't be a seven-year anniversary. That would be five. So I started in 2008. Wow. Okay, so it hasn't been seven okay. years. What am I talking about? Well, okay. But, uh, so about then... 2007 or 2008 I started there. And then... A little like two and a half years ago, I left to try other things, and I went to AOL and launched a programming division yeah. in for AOL.com, not uh-huh. the company. And right, then, right, uh, right. And I oversaw the web page, which, by the way, can I just tell a quick AOL.com yes, story? Please. So, I mean, tech is a young industry, so yeah. I had all. <laughs> I was the oldest guy on my staff, and I'm, I'm not sure. that old. Right. So, um, so uh, we the the newsroom. I'm using quotes because it's yeah. like all these really young. Yeah, I've been people. To there. It's very hip and cool. And um. And, and yet, I would argue that AOL.com's demo is not 22. Like, we know right, that. Right, because we, we came I'm not up even with arguing AOL. it. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so 40 plus right. is probably, you know, probably, I know, you know, I'm not giving specific numbers, but we yeah. know that it's 40 plus. <laughs> right. um, so then this story comes along through the wires, because I was also overseeing what's on the main page. Captain and Tennille getting a divorce. I'm like, Captain and Tennille getting, like, I, I don't get up like it's like, no one's being bombed, but I'm like, <laughs> no, but I get up like, this is, we got to get this on the main page. This is love will not keep us together. You know, that kind of thing. Literally everyone takes their headphones off because they're all wearing headphones and they look at me like, what, what are you, who are you talking, what? Oh my God. Um, but, uh, and I was like, just trust me, someone, do, you know, like it, but it was uh, kind of fun and funny and it also made worst. me want to cry a little bit. But, yes. but then we got, of course it like was like surged to the top Huge, and everyone's right. like, oh my goodness. I'm talking like an old person. Oh you my were- goodness. <laughs> Um, That's hysterical. Didn't see that coming. That's hysterical. So Wait, then so I, AOL, oh, then I, then and I when I went, did the view happen? Then, um, 
You know we're talking about the view. We are, sure. I will lock this door. Okay, yeah, exactly. I will chain you to that piano. I noticed the heat just got turned up. (laughs) Uh, I I started getting mysterious emails about, like, can you meet at such and such a place? (laughs) On the corner of. I mean, it was, like, almost that mysterious. Well, it was, like, kind of, like, secret look. That does happen, though, in TV. Like, you meet at secret locations. It's not, like, you're not wearing a trench coat and a hat, (laughs) but you kind of feel like it when you're like, oh, my, yeah, I'll meet you at some secret, you know, hotel lobby, sure. And um and th- then that was when they were talking about retooling the view, and um so I went there and this was almost two years ago now, uh right yeah maybe and this right. is when they brought Rosie back on they brought, brought Rosie O'Donnell back and uh, there was Whoopi Rosie Rosie Perez and Nicole Wallace and then we would have like rotating people but when right. I got there it was three weeks before the premiere, um and uh, were you stepping and... into a shit show? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, anytime there's an upheaval, All right. like, you know, like the two, the executive producer and I don't know what, uh, the, the second in command, they, it wasn't, it wasn't a so co-EP situation it was there. It was something else. Bill Getty who Bill had Getty been and, there forever. Yeah. So, and Barbara had just right. left. And well, so when I got there, it was three weeks before the premiere and we didn't have a full cast yet. So that's a. So, so whatever you call it, like, however you want to interpret it, like, it was all hands on deck. Right. So, yeah. you mean Nicole and Rosie Perez hadn't been hired yet? Correct, yeah. It was just... Right. Oh, was Joy gone? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Which, and I have to say, I love Joy. I can like, see I, you guys totally. I, and, I, and Joy actually got kind of inadvertently, she doesn't know it, but she was the first talk show, you know, when she had her right. late night, like, yeah. like primetime show. It's the first show I went on as a pundit. So I kind of was like, and Joy literally is Joy on that show. Yeah. Like she's the Joy of that show. So I really <laughs> thought we what this show miss, is missing is Joy. Mm-hmm. And I meant the person, but I also meant the feeling. <laughs> I really meant the feeling. Like yeah. if you don't want Joy herself back, then find the Joy back. Find some Joy. Yeah. And so, but I just felt like it needed laughter more yeah. and, <laughs> right. you know, but, um, and also, you know, I felt for the staff who had just, you know, many of them had been there for 17 to 19 years. Many, many, many of them who had seen people they love, you know, no longer there. So right. that's a challenge. So you want to keep, you know, I, I'm protective of a team. And, and I feel like I'm the team builder, team rallier. Yeah. Um, and But also, like, have worked in daytime, so I kind of know that stuff, too. So it was definitely... It was nonstop, you know, and you're always, you know, I'm coming back from a a long form to a world where you have a show at 11 o'clock and in the morning. So you have like 7 a.m. to noon where you're dealing with that day. And then at like 1201, you're like, oh, my God, we got to do it again tomorrow. Like, you know, and you certainly plan ahead, but it was like. You know, you, it was like it was almost like starting a show over again. Truly. It's interesting, like the whole series. Yeah, was, yeah. absolutely. And it's yeah. interesting that they tapped you because you had left that world, right? So you hadn't yeah. been with them for a while. You gone into long form. You were an HGTV executive yeah. overseeing half hour hour shows, and then that's a whole other <coughs> muscle, a whole other way yeah. of producing. Yeah, and, and it hadn't totally atrophied. Like I think, <laughs> right. just, but um, well, and Bill Wolf, the co- the EP of the show, who had come from Maddow, um, was was brought in and so I think it was a good blend I really do think like it was just the, the circumstances were tough uh, for a number of reasons that just like led to me decide to decide that I liked really liked the HGTV world and, and truth I loved HGTV and I loved being on TV and that was like I was like wait so and there's that part of all of us I think that says if I go back does it look like I'm running back or admitting defeat or you know retreating but I didn't you well, know, it's kind of like I, being sent off to well, Iraq. Uh, right. <laughs> I don't think I, people would blame you for coming yeah, home. So, but I thought, you know what? I just, it was really just a realization. I was like, you know what? I it, I was fortunate enough 
to I, I don't regret the view experience because I had really do have amazing stories. Give us one. Um, well, up, amazing. Uh, well, one. I'll finish this. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll give one, but um, but uh, uh, the the I have amazing stories. Um, and I met a lot of great people and, you know, like working, working with Rosie and Whoopi was really actually incredibly enlightening and fun and funny and, you know, certainly chaotic sometimes. I love Whoopi very much. And, and, um, Nicole Wallace, I miss her. You know, we all get stuck in our worlds and we don't get to stay in touch as much as we'd like. I love them all in very, in, in different ways. But, um, but it was so nice to have that opportunity to go back somewhere that you love with open arms and like, not just like, not just sure come back, but like. They got me a cake. They decorated my office. Ironically, when I got back to HGTV, my email and my phone voicemail had never been shut off. It was like a fluke. It was an accident because like, I logged in, and I had like 20,000 emails. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, people just think I'm a jerk that doesn't re- get back to them. Like, oh, sorry for the long delay. I was right, just right. managing Rosie's tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so give us a – you know I'm not letting you let it go without a good Rosie story. Something that won't get you in trouble but will be interesting to the audience. Okay. Well, I have to say, like, Rosie is a smart producer. Like, she's both She thinks talent- like a producer. She does. Yeah. And so I think, you know, in some ways that she would get kind of a bad rap for being tough when it is, in fact, the fact that she knows how to produce. And the hardest, I think, well, but I do think the hardest thing for talent to do is let themselves be produced sometimes. Like, because uh, sometimes you just have to surrender it to the team. Um, and you know so, that because yeah. you are right. on the so other side. I'm fortunate. Yeah. I've learned so much from doing <laughs> TV and being on TV about producing. But um, but I will say I'll, I'll I'll give a funny story. Like it just is sometimes there was always something in the morning. This isn't a rosy story, but it's a, a story about like just an example of you never know what was going to happen at any given morning. Um, <laughs> like a, a, a guest co-host was there and like would refuse to get out of their dressing room, and it's like. It's 10.55, it's 10.56, and it's like, you have to go to flight of stairs. There's chaos. It turns out, um, this is, by the way, a um, European um, singer, that's all I'm going to say, whose extensions are like, we've, like, had totally, like, totally dismantled. It was like DEFCON 5 in the hair and makeup room. So, like, basically, we were be- like the truth we were, were, would have discovered is this person's hair was, like, gone. Because, <laughs> you know, like, they had basically little to no hair. And it was always fake for a long time. I mean, they have, they've since grown it back, I can tell you. But, so, but, but this great guy on the team, like, swept in there. It was, like, the funny thing is, though, like, when you look at the big picture of life, at that moment, it's a big crisis. crisis. It is like DEFCON 5. Like nothing, it, it was like heart, like a heart transplant would be at a hospital. Like the same, like an episode of ER. The mayday, urgent mayday. music and people running down hallways. And and um, That's and they saved the day and they saved the hair and it like came out. And the, But you could tell that that host was a little frazzled for the first few minutes. Like wondering, like looking in the monitor to see like, is it still there? You know what I mean? The hair wasn't gone for any other, like any tragic reason other than, you know, Pop stars are constantly doing stuff to their hair. Like one day they're like, you know, there's extensions. One day there's a wig. One day it's like this style. Like you're like, oh, look at they grow it, grew it out. No, they didn't grow it out. Like they did not grow their hair. I mean, most of the time it's all fake. So they just brutalized their hair and their scalp. So this, but um, this person, it was just like a hair emergency. And it was like the the thing about that story that's it, kind of evocative of daytime television is you just never knew on that show what 
was going to be thrown at you. And yeah, it was live always, TV, yeah. too. So, um, so, and that made it partly endlessly entertaining. It was yeah. also the same part that made me like, I want a nap. Like, right. I just want to go take a nap. It's, you're probably so stressed out. <laughs> I was a little stressed. Yeah. And I ate terribly. Yeah. I ate terribly. Well, it's because craft service is all over the place all the time, right? No, no. Not even. just stress eating. I'd just be like, grab, like, right. pop chips. Right. Or, like, I love pop chips. No, yeah. I would, like, grab bacon. I ate a lot of bacon. Because Whoopi brought bacon to... What? She loves bacon, too. Or she... Yeah, and so she would make sure we had bacon in the morning, and I was like, "Bacon's delicious." I'm gonna have so I eat bacon every morning. It's gonna catch up with you until the inevitable (laughs) stomach flu that gets you back on track. There you go. Thank God for the stomach flu. (laughs) So you went back to HGTV, and was it like you had never left? Like you, you kind of yeah. Well, the ironic part is like some things. I hadn't been gone super long, less than two years. Um, but uh, uh, so there were some things that I'd worked on that were just making it on the air. You <laughs> know what I mean? Perfect like, timing. Now yeah, I can never or, see it. So, so I mean, there had been a change in some of the management, but the people, the overall like core values of the network and the people were the same, and it was like the most natural thing I could have done. So, what do you like about this type of TV? Mm-hmm. You know, that's obviously super different from what you have been doing. At those other jobs. Well, one of the things I like about this, partly it's this network, and the reason is, is I do have this kind of like I want to be able to sleep at night. I like I don't want to work on a show yeah. that I make someone do something they don't want to do. Right. Like because a lot of primetime cable shows, you know, like I don't want to tell someone to have a fight with someone. I don't. And so I always like used to joke. I said it a lot this week. The only time you'll see someone on HGTV knock over a table is if they're about to fix it. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that's good. You know, there's no like angry rage. That's awesome, right? And, you can I, feel good yeah. about it. <clears throat> you know, and that that uh, I I like watching those shows sometimes, but I don't want to be the one to tell someone to do that. You know, like on another on, yeah. on other shows, and I watch those shows, but I just like so I like the idea of these these programs that are kind of like and also. You, I sound so like Pollyannish, but you can you can watch that with your family and not be embarrassed. You can watch our air yeah. with your family and not be embarrassed. And then try and I also just like the home space. Like I'm flipping a home myself Are right you? now yeah. in New York, in, in the Poconos. Nice. Yeah, I can't afford to do it in New York. So one that you bought and lived in, or one that no, no, um, near my hometown. Uh, so it was in foreclosure and just like it was offered for a song. Like like it was sixty eight thousand for a three bedroom. One and a half bath, which in this area, right. it's 72 miles from New York City, is rather affordable. But we got them down to 54. Like it was foreclosure. Amazing. And so, how and, much will it go for once it's all fixed up? It's going to be listed for 195. That's so exciting. Yeah. So, are you there every weekend now mm-hmm. overseeing? Yeah. But uh, the flip is done. It's on the market now. And so, uh, but but it was kind of fun to watch these shows and use the, knowledge, the knowledge that I got from being an HGTV viewer myself. Completely. Also, but also a little bit of pressure to put my money where my mouth is because as, as the director of these shows, I'm telling them sometimes what to not to do. You know, to and not to do. So what every first-time flipper runs into some type of unexpected, even though you've done it's a million true. of these yeah. shows, what was your one unexpected twist or... Well, bump? it's just... Uh, I think it was really just, you know, there weren't, knock on wood, there weren't any crazy, like, surprises other than, you know, like, it just needed a lot of new everything. What was your third act problem that had to be resolved? I know. <laughs> True. They're always like, uh-oh. I, I, well, I would say um, <laughs> the water, the water was, like, low pressure. And 
uh, because you needed a filter and it didn't have a filter, it was stinky. And I'm like, who's going to, this could be the most beautiful house in the world, not but if it has water. not so great water pressure that uh, the water itself smells, that's un, that's not a great selling point. Right. But those are all fixes that you could take care of. Like, yeah. Um, it was, and also it had been like the water had not run. Because it had been in foreclosure, so it had not run for like a couple of years. Did you <laughs> so. do all the staging yourself? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. A, wow. Um, and contractor help, and, and you know, it wasn't just me. You know, by any means, um, my partner also is, worked very hard. And by the way, people people don't realize I'm actually really good with like a chainsaw, a jigsaw. I'm good with that stuff. People wow. would look at me and not think that. Right. They don't think you're getting your hands I don't, dirty. They don't give you. that impression. <laughs> like, every, No one believes that I wear a t-shirt and don't comb my hair on the weekends, but that's why I go to Pennsylvania, not the Hamptons. I don't want to comb my hair on a Saturday. Not, right. I don't want to go to anything right. with a press release on a Saturday. Right. You know what I mean? I just want to go and either drink and relax or yeah. do this house. And now I that the love house that. is done, I'm back to drinking. I'm right, back to drinking. Yeah. So will you do another flip? Oh, right now it just sounds so exhausting. Yeah. I'd like to enjoy the summer, but but at the same time, I have a feeling I will. I think it's great. I've always wanted to flip a house, and I it's love fun. Flip or Flop, and, yeah. which is one of your shows, yeah. is I'm upset. I mean, yeah. I can literally. It just premiered. The, the latest season just premiered. I saw that, but I haven't. I got to set it on my DVR again. Mm. I, I love those two. And yeah, they, they're great. They always do the best flips. Like, I like their style mm-hmm. because some, you know. Yeah, Tark and Christina are in the OC, uh, they flip. I can't even keep track of how many houses they. I mean, a it's gazillion. Amazing. Yeah, they're really masters at it, and um, you there you see like wow, there's some real setbacks and that yeah. can arise from flipping. I was fortunate not to have to face some of them. <laughs> so you have the Monica Potter project coming up. Mm-hmm. That sounds really fun. So she bought her old childhood home back. Yes. So Monica Potter, who, by the way, this is a, this is kind of an example of how long it can take. I <laughs> right. met her at Real Screen last year, okay. a year ago. She came week. to Real Screen. She did. Well, pitching this project with yeah with relativity now critical content and ah. um, she bought her childhood home in Cleveland and the interesting hook here is uh, she she has a home line herself actually so she's in the home space but she uh, got back like her parents she grew up with her parents there her father passed away someone else bought the house and lived in it for I don't know seven years whatever then he passed away. Years later, it went on the market. She bought it, and the guy, they get in there, and their stuff is still in there. So the next guy that lived there still had their, like, dining room table, some of the photos they had. So, like, oh I know God. it sounds creepy, but they go back in, and it was, like, this weird moment. They, yeah. And they got it all on tape. So when they brought it to us. They just taped it themselves. They, she shot it themselves. Shot it themselves. I, I, she shot it themselves. My grammar is terrible. It's Friday. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I'm uh, with but, you. Uh, they shot it themselves. She she was there. and it, So those moments will be in the show. And normally, you know, you wouldn't shoot all that stuff before you right. know you have a series. So they were thoughtful enough to do this and um, and put together a beautiful presentation, and we're just hooked. And Monica Potter and I are born on the very same day of the very same year. So, Well, I'm a um, huge so Parenthood fan. Yeah, so. she's, she's great. She's Christina to me. Yeah. And so I think there'll be a little of that emotion in there. I mean, we we don't make us cry. Yeah, HGTV <laughs> is not known for like kind of like emotional roller coasters, but right. like like Parenthood. But but there is emotion in going back to your childhood home yeah. and being reminded of your father and seeing the things that you grew up with. So and she's doing it with her family, so it's going to be fun. And we're shooting reveals like probably right now. So as exciting! We speak. Yeah, I yeah. know that was a hot show. I know there was a bidding war on that one. So yes, there was. I'm not yeah. surprised you guys got it. That's awesome. Oh. Thank you. We're going to do our Inside the Actor Studio questions I now. love it. Okay. They're very short and sweet, but I'm okay. trying to ask them okay. all of my guests. The okay. first is, what is your proudest accomplishment? More grateful. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's my proudest? You know, I am just, I really am uh, 
gosh, to be, I'm, I'm proud, be, I guess, that I am, I think I'm perceived as a nice person in a business that can sometimes not, sometimes be perceived as one filled with nice people. I actually think there are a lot of nice people in this business, but I think people enjoy working with me, I guess. Um, not everyone. Like I'm not like a pushover, but oh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I feel like I feel like my proudest thing I'm yet to do. I hope. I still feel like I do. Always seem to want more, and I don't mean like more stuff, more money. Although I love money, <laughs> who doesn't? Um, I, I just want to accomplish anymore. more. <laughs> I I when I was a kid, I dreamed of being on TV, and so I was. I'm glad to like when I go on a show like Wendy Williams and the, the Today Show. Like I really am excited about it, and um, it has given me like. Um, happiness in being um, reconnected with people that I grew up with that I didn't expect. But I also am just like, I'm just glad to be, I'm proud to have gotten to a place where I can uh, live well and not worry. And I know that could change at any moment. The yeah. truth is that could change at any hey, moment. Hey, knock on wood, right? Yeah. So, so I'm just grateful that I've had a good run. And if I didn't work in TV anymore, I could always say I, it, that I did okay. And then I, you know, I don't know what I would do next. Maybe... I don't yeah. know. Let's not think Flip about houses. it. Flip houses. Let's not think about it. Okay. <laughs> what is, do you have any regrets? Uh, I'm, I'm for sure. I don't, uh, I'm sure I do. Um, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would say if I were to do this, I would have started earlier and not lived life in fear. You know, like I stopped, I didn't pursue a lot of things because I was afraid, um, not confident, you know. Uh, so it took a while to overcome that. And so, but at the same time, I do feel, if I'm going to get all Shirley MacLaine on you, that I do feel like a path happens. And and um, I do talk to a lot. Of, I try and help a lot of young people that are trying to get into the business. The hardest part of that is, like, I don't know what the path is because everyone's is different. And it's so different yeah. today because mm-hmm. of YouTube. I yeah. mean, there is no yeah. set. There's, yeah, there is no set path. And that's right. simultaneously exhilarating and terrifying. Uh, exactly. You know, and so I'm kind of exactly. like, I wish that if there was one path to get there, we'd right. all do it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, and so, you know, there are some suggested ways to go. Yeah. If I were, I probably would have gotten an internship in college and yeah. listened to my advisor. But my advisor is kind of a stoner in college. So. Yeah. Just... Not that you can't be a stoner and be a good advisor, <laughs> but I, I, we did not. Like I didn't know, what, click. I didn't know what I was doing. Right. Yeah, I didn't really have guidance, and I didn't. I'm afraid to ask for help. Probably a little bit still today. I don't like to ask for help. Right. You've kind of Ooh, getting real deep here. I know. I yeah. feel like I want to put you on the couch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I would love to take a little nap. Right. Just a little just nap. A little, let's just We're lay down. Done. No, I don't mean. I'm not. Know, I'm, I'm not tired of this. I know. I'm just, no, tired. No, I'm just tired. Just tired. <laughs> All that sushi at Nobu. That sounded so snarky. No, I love it. No, but I was excited to go to Nobu. Exactly. You were grateful. Okay. Yeah. Hashtag grateful. Hashtag blessed. What is. I'm not. I don't overly hashtag, by the way. Okay. You're not hashtagger. Yeah. I don't know why. What is the craziest show you've ever been pitched <laughs> oh that's oh there's well hmm well there have been a lot there have really? been a lot of crazy shows like um <laughs> just this guy who regularly wears an oversized wig like really really oversized like almost like um daft punk style like you know the size of the hell like just like really crazy character making uh, over a town but he i actually kind of thought it would have been fun um, and then there was this really funny, um, almost like The Bachelor, but on a, 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 a construction site. Um, but the way the way it was presented, it just made me like, oh, and then literally, there's no, there, there's so many crazy shows. I'm, I, I wish I, well, I, I will say my colleague Stephen Lerner is very creative and funny, and he came up with this hilarious one where. 
<laughs> where it was like one of our designers or a monkey would make the decisions and you didn't know which one. <laughs> and so, and I've so, heard that dating format. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, basically like the, just to prove that it's so random and arbitrary right. anyway. Yeah, and so like, and I don't remember that, and he made a sizzle reel for it, which was hilarious. Like, Did he honestly, have to get a monkey? I don't know how he did the sizzle <laughs> reel, but like, I think he used graphics or something. I don't know, but it was so clever and he's one of the most hilarious, clever Really, he's like a show doctor, and um, he, he, I mean, he just, he just came with that, and that makes still makes me laugh thinking about that. Hysterical. Yeah. So, what are although, your... wait, can I just say, yeah, I did yeah, just please. get a suspense thriller like pitched to me. I'm like, have you what? Like, it yeah. was like it was a scripted suspense <gasps> horror movie pitched to me. I'm like, I did then I had to give a background about what the network was. <laughs> wait, but was there even a house hook? No, no, they were they just came in, they wanted to pitch a horror movie to me. I like I was like, this is Was that at real screen? <laughs> yeah. That's insanity. But um it was kind of like a weird coincidence the way it was kind of a comedy of errors how the whole meeting happened. But So I, they didn't even know it was HGTV, they thought it was sci fi? No. They they, <laughs> they knew I, it was HGTV. I don't it was just one of those moments where you're like, This is a this is like you almost wanted it. But um but I will say that so that but of course I, I didn't laugh at them. I just was right. like, you know, like, you might like, want to go to that just other like, table. Just step back moment and give a little broad picture, bigger picture. Can we yeah. talk about scripts? <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Uh what are your three favorite reality shows right now that you watch? Oh no. Mr. This, Pop Culture. Uh, this is embarrassing. Oh no, it should be. No, it's because I don't. Oh, you can't think of any because you don't. You don't. Not big on reality shows. Like, well, right. when you say rea- well, okay, when you say reality shows, I mean anything that's unscripted. Okay, anything that's unscripted. Because yeah. I always think of like when I hear reality shows, yeah. I think of like right crappy, like yeah. trashy ones. I will. Say, okay, I'm just gonna. I, it's like in season twenty nine, but I still love Project Runway. I still do. It's a great show. So great. Um, I had Eli Holzman in here who created it. Oh, really? Back in the day. It's yeah. just such a solid concept. Amazing. Um, the cr- creativity will, is incredible. Um, I, I, I do like um, Undercover Boss because it, I'm just like, oh, That's there's something in my too. eye. Really? Oh, there's <laughs> something in my eye. I'm not crying. Like, I cry at the damn thing every single time. Although, I wonder, like, if someone comes in with a really bad wig and the camera crew, don't they know by now, by, you know, that right. something's going to come? the CEO. Yeah. I know. Kind of. I would, like, Google the CEO the next day and be like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. I'm getting a car next week you know what I mean I'm getting something special it is hard to believe they're yeah, not on to it but, um, but I do love that show I don't uh, watch a lot I'm trying to think what else unscripted that, that I watch I mean I, I watch a lot of Our Air and I'm a big fan of Our Air but that pro- you probably don't want to include that no that's okay I mean look a lot of people have said the HGTV shows because people are addicted to those shows yeah I'm totally into them is your favorite one Rehab Addict oh no what's the one Fixer Upper that's like the hottest one I love one right Fixer now. Upper but yeah. um, I'm I'm always like you know they're all my babies right but, um, <laughs> you'll tell me after yeah exactly <laughs> um, uh, you know I'm I'm excited to see I, I, I worked on part of the first season of Good Bones and I think that's got so much potential for in that's the mom two. daughter yeah yeah and um, I'm not going to be doing that season. We have a new a new team member that came in, and, and we're giving it to her because it's just like I could. I have so many things going on at once right now. So many things in development, right? Um, in in their pilot shooting or first season, and so uh, I have a show that's based out of Palm Springs that I am, and one in Vegas. True, like I'm so excited about those. I think they're going to be really good. I love love the way they're shot. I love the people, and I. I and the tr- the dirty little secret is you don't always love it, you know. Like yeah, of course. You know, I mean, it's not a dirty, it's not a secret, really. But you well, know, no, you want to love it. You want to love all of them. There's so much in your space, yeah. And there's so many things yeah. you've seen a million times. So to yeah. find something special mm-hmm. now with all of your successes, yeah. I because, hope I hope they turn out. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, me. it's true. So I I appreciate that. I mean, HGTV is 
a hard show to develop for because everything works that's on the air. We're lucky. You know, it's oh, it's God. it's one of the rare Thank gems. Goodness. Thank goodness. I think we had a great conversation. I love talking to you. <laughs> this is the most we've talked to each other probably. <laughs> now, like, if you could have left the 20 minutes into the conversation, you would have <laughs> with your with your Irish goodbye. Ghosted out, not said anything. Could you imagine if I just walked out and then... There he goes again. That is so Brian. That is so um, Brian. That is so Brian. Thank you so much Thank for being you. here. Thank you.